Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. There's something wrong in the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Hello, friends, and welcome to The Secret Podcast at Service of Change, where we challenge reality, question that which you've been taught, in hopes of inspiring a new direction of thought to bring about change. It's the show that aims to make the paranormal normal and the supernatural natural, and that's exactly what we're going to do this evening. As I discuss the new platform that The Secret Podcast is happy to now be a part of, Sixth Sense Media, I have my good friend Ray Davis and co-founder of Sixth Sense Media. He's going to be coming on in a little bit and talking about the goals of this platform and why it matters to you and how we differ from other platforms that are out there in, in our search for truth and our ability to bring you the truth and information in your own journey for knowledge and information. Things are changing fast in this world, and we're trying to be a part of that change and make that something positive as opposed to something negative that we see so frequently. Before I bring Ray on, I want to talk about what's going on with this crazy weather. Oh my, I feel that I've been obsessed tracking the storm. How can you not be? I, I admit I got sucked into watching it uh, and just seeing what's going on. It, it's, it's just an incredible force of nature, and I'm, I'm amazed at just how many storms we have right now as of today uh, it's friday september 8th we have irma that's just about to hit florida they're saying it's bigger than the state itself and they called for the complete evacuation of the entire state and, and that just amazes me and hearing that and then seeing the mass exodus from the state and coming up behind it we have hurricane jose which they're saying now is a strong category form for hurricane again getting ready to hit the islands uh, the caribbean islands there was an eight point something earthquake off of uh, the pacific in the pacific close to Mexico that uh, last I checked about 30 people have have perished from that there was a three-foot tsunami as of this morning I mean I feel like I'm reporting the end of the world I don't think that it's the end of the world but oh my gosh yeah and on top of that there was a a major solar event with CMEs coming off which are probably a contributing factor I've been tracking suspicious observers slash space weather news and they've been covering that quite extensively this that's what they do that's what they do best um just a, a, a fascinating time for weather and for, for natural events and again supernatural events that we're witnessing in our own time it's hard not to make the comparison to the movie The Day After Tomorrow and the Superstorms and again I've, I've given this, this bit of historical context in the past uh, that movie was inspired by the works of Whitley Strieber if you've read his book The Key where he received information he had a, a I'm so fascinated by this book. He had a strange visitor in the night. One night he's staying in one of his hotels after a book tour. He, he doesn't know who this guy was, but he showed up at his door late at night at a hotel and gave him knowledge of the future, of the present, talking about so many, uh, again, supernatural type events, warned him of climate change and how dangerous it was and what could potentially be coming. And the superstorms was, was one of the results of Whitley's research after speaking with this guy. And when that movie first came out, everybody said, that's impossible. Those things will never happen. Well, we're in fact now finding out, nope, that is very possible and we are experiencing those things. So as I did a show last week, and I don't think I did enough justice on the importance of being prepared. And if you haven't done so already, find it at serviceofchange.com. You can find it at, at the Sixth Sense Media Facebook page, where I, I gave several resources on suggestions you can do to get prepared. If you're not someone who's a prepper, if you're not someone who's prepared for an emergency, don't wait until the last minute. Don't wait until a week before when they say, hey, there's a hurricane that's heading your way. You know, to start your preparations, start now so you don't have to rush, so you don't have to panic. I mentioned in my show last week, you know, I encountered several emergencies in my life, but when we encountered that blizzard, I had a whole bunch of stuff prepared. I had plans in my head, but I was able to take my time and I was able to be prepared. I didn't have to freak out about, oh my gosh, I have this blizzard coming and I'm getting ready to have a baby. What do I do? Because I had a plan in place. You know, and, and I do say, if they're telling you to get out of town, Get out of town. It's 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 you know better to uh, to get out of town and realize well the storm wasn't that bad than to try to stay home and shelter in place and realize wow this is a lot worse. I think I'm in trouble now. 
but one of the things I wanted to to address, and I've done this after a few disasters, I referred you know links to this company. Certain areas are, are destroyed or are going to be destroyed. That's that's a given right now, and that's a scary thing. But if you get out of there, it's just stuff. Things can be rebuilt. Are we as American citizens and especially Floridians and Texans, are they going to take a financial hit? Absolutely. But are there things we can do moving forward that will minimize that financial burden, that will minimize damage for future storms? Because we know we're going to be seeing more storms like this. That's a, a, an act of nature. It's a fact of life. These things are going to happen. We're going to see earthquakes. We're going to see big uh, hurricanes. We're going to see big tornadoes. Why do we keep rebuilding homes that can't withstand these storms? Are we that incompetent that we can't rebuild infrastructure that's going to handle such storms? Or is it that we think we can't afford it? I I, I don't know what the problem is because years ago, I was growing very concerned about these types of things. And I came across a website, monolithic.org. And they have, I think, one of the potentially greatest inventions for mankind for so many reasons. Because Monolithic has built a a structure that can withstand the strongest hurricanes, they can withstand the strongest earthquakes, they can withstand fire, and they can withstand the test of time. And And I think these homes are absolutely beautiful. And I will have the show notes. They'll be in the Sixth Sense Media Facebook page. And they'll be in the show notes at servicechange.com. And they will be in the secret newsletter this week, the links to them. I highly encourage you to check them out. I highly encourage you, if, if you're receiving the secret newsletter, to forward it to people you know who live in the affected areas. And to check this out because during the rebuilding process, I think this is something you should consider. Because these homes are so incredibly durable, there are several townships and cities and school districts that have actually built domes for their neighborhoods that serve as emergency shelters because they know these homes are so durable that they it's a, it's a smart investment for your town. It's a smart investment for your community. But for these areas that have been completely decimated by it, why not rebuild with a monolithic dome? According to monolithic dome, the cost to rebuild one or the cost to build one is virtually the same as the cost to build a regular traditional stick-built home. But these last so much longer. But what is a monolithic dome? So what they do, they have what's called an air form and they blow up basically a giant balloon. And then, let me see, I'm reading from their website right here. Uh, what are monolithic domes? They are superstructures. Uh, I'm quoting here. Monolithic domes are constructed following a method that requires a tough inflatable air foam, steel reinforced concrete, and a polyurethane foam insulation. Each of these ingredients is used in a technologically specific way. Our domes can be designed to fit any structural need. Homes, cabins, churches, schools, gymnasiums, arenas, and stadiums, bulk storages, landlord dwellings, and various other privately or publicly owned facilities. Monolithic domes meet FEMA standards for providing near-absolute protection and have proven a proven ability to survive tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, most man-made disasters, fire, termites, and rot. They're cost-efficient, earth-friendly, extremely durable, and easily ma- uh, maintained. Most importantly, a monolithic dome uses about 50% less energy for heating and cooling than a same-size conventionally construct- constructed building. Beginning in 1970, monolithic domes have been built and are in use virtually in every American state and in Canada, Mexico, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, and Australia. Monolithic domes are neither restricted by climate nor by site location. In terms of energy consumption, durability, disaster resistance, and maintenance, monolithic domes perform well in any climate, even extremely hot or cold ones. And they can be constructed on virtually any site, in the mountains, on beaches, even underground or underwater. If you're considering rebuilding or having a home built, again, if you know somebody in those areas, especially if you know somebody who's uh, in a political position or of a, of a county or a township level that may be looking to rebuild some kind of disaster shelter, send them this link. Let them explore this information on their own and make their own conclusions. I, I don't understand why more of us are not building these homes. I, you know, I hope to my next home to, 
to be a part of this process and have one of these built just because of how safe they are. Imagine if residents didn't have to panic about surviving these storms. We wouldn't have loss of life. We wouldn't have such a financial burden placed upon us. We could say, okay, I'm going to go to my home. Now, if there's massive flooding, do you have to still get out of town? Yes, most likely. Will you have some damage of the stuff inside the dome? There's that possibility. But your home will still be there. You may lose some stuff, but the home will still be there. The financial cost, financial burden to you will not be as intense. And if you're in an area during a hurricane where you're not going to see 50 inches of water, it's just going to be normal hurricane stuff and winds, you may be able to safely ride the storm out in your home. It's less panic. It's survival. So this is one of of several things I think that we should be doing, we should be pushing for, we should be encouraging of our local leaders, our leaders at local government. These are the people you can reach. Go to town hall meetings and say, what are we doing with our local infrastructure? Talk to people in your community. Show them this. They've got they've got plans for free online that you can download if you want to hire your own contractor that you can easily make a presentation to the people in your community to talk about using this as a resource. In addition, I remember after Hurricane Sandy, and this is a mindset I think we should adopt when facing these storms. And again, because I, I don't want to talk about be afraid, run and hide, there's nothing we can do. There are things we can do. And one of the most genius ideas I saw after Hurricane Sandy was a new design for the beachfronts for these towns and these communities, these oceanfront uh, you know, or barrier islands. Right now, we, our traditional plan is we, we have a beach, we build up uh, you know, sand dunes really high or, or rock walls, things that are going to block the water, a giant wall that when the water comes in, it's going to crash into this wall and just not be able to make it over it. Well, you have to have something that can withstand just a ton of amount of force that can eventually be worn down or it can break. I'm going to try to give you a picture of what was described after Sandy that's always stuck with me. I'll see if I can find a link to it online to share in the show notes. Just going off the top of my head right now from memory. But basically, instead of this wall that the water's hitting and you have basically force meeting force and Mother Nature will eventually win out on that. What if instead, instead of using brute force, we used your Kung Fu, which which I'm a, a huge fan of, and we think about redirecting that energy so we're not fighting that force we're using science and and design to just simply allow that energy to be redirected that you're doing with a tsunami or a hurricane in terms of the water damage that we see coming off so instead of having a wall that's out there you have an architecturally designed system to guide the water into channels. So you're allowing the water to come in, you're allowing that force to be redistributed into multiple channels. Those channels are then redirected either underground or through natural waterways that flow through the through the communities, through the streets. And these channels will take that water and make it in a, take it in a direction and a path that's going to go away from the homes. Will it cost a lot of money to do? I'm sure that it will, but if your community has already been damaged, now is the best time to make such an investment because you will see more storms. It may not be for another five years, another 10 years, it may be for another 50 years, but your residents will thank you. Will you still have to evacuate if you're living on a seafaring town when a major storm event happens? You may. But when you return home, if you've got the monolithic structures in place and you have this design, this infrastructure design that allows the water to be diverted away from homes, you may not come home to damage. You may be able to come right back to your house. Okay, And other simple things, as, as simple as burying your electrical wires underground through conduit that runs under the ground that's not going to be knocked over when uh, when these storm surges come in and take down the electrical lines. It's going to minimize damage. It's going to minimize fires. There's other things we can do you can build a town of the future. And I would love to see things of this nature. Monolithic.org has a, um, a bunch of images of the homes that have been built. There's some success stories of how they've survived different storms, how they survived wildfires and earthquakes and tornadoes. I remember reading one account of a woman standing, sitting in her dome watching the tornado pass right over her house and she was completely fine because she was safe within the dome. 
again, what our philosophy with, with Sixth Sense Media is between Ray and myself and what we're trying to build is that we're going to, some, we're going to present the scary stuff, but we're not going to sell you fear. We want to sell you hope. There are options out there. So when we start thinking about the rebuilding process, I hope you consider Monolithic and what they have to offer and some of these other ideas. Now is the time for change, especially if you've been in the path of destruction. Use this information as your starting point and bring it to your local community leaders, please, and present it to them and see what they can do. See what you can do to prevent disasters in the future. And please let me know how you made out. Let us be a platform to to help promote this information and share it around because I think this is real change. This is positive change on so many levels. It's freedom. This offers you freedom, freedom from the fear of a lot of the stuff that's being pushed out there right now with these natural disasters. I want to jump into talking about the Sixth Sense Media platform, and I'm going to bring Ray on in a minute. This is something I've been thinking about for probably about a year now. I know I've been hinting that we were going to be building this platform for a while as well. We are live on Facebook and on Twitter, uh, and Ray has been sharing some some incredible content as he always does. Uh, you know, and this is something I've wanted to do for a while to expand uh, my reach as as the host of the Secret Podcast with what I've been doing at ServiceOfChange.com to try to bring in more of us out there who have similar interests and similar values, who want to see change for the better in this world, who also recognize that reality's not what it seems. You know, I'm confident in that, as, as I say every week in my show, reality's not what it seems. Let's make that supernatural natural and the paranormal normal. And let's look at what they call the news and incorporate that supernatural data that we have access to and add that as a, as a analytical piece of data to the bigger picture to bigger picture of what we're trying to understand in this in this world that we exist within. So I'm going to bring Ray on the line and we're going to talk about this platform called Sixth Sense Media. Hey Ray, how's it going? Hey Dennis, I'm doing great. How are you tonight? Really good. This is our uh, what our second or third attempt at getting this going. I've been having some technical difficulties here, but uh, we're ready. We've got you on the air now. We're we're going to talk about our new project, our new platform, Six Sense Media. It's it's been a I guess something we've been working on for quite a few months now. About right. It really has been. You know, I think uh, I think you know it's one of those things. I think we're just waiting for the timing to be right, and I think the timing is perfect right now. So, uh, you know. All come together and and we've got it off the ground and running but a lot to talk about tonight i agree and i'd like to start off uh you know because i like to explain to our listeners why we're doing this why are we spending so much of our own time and resources in building this platform to cover things uh some of the things that we see in the news and some of the things that are a little bit more uh extreme and other alternative circles out there and i figured i'd start off by reading our mission statement that you and i have been working on trying to craft it and really tell our audience exactly who we are and, and what we're about yeah i think that's a great place to start you know without any further ado let me let me read our mission statement Sixth Sense Media aims to better ourselves, better each other, and better the world through an open-minded media platform for truth seekers, researchers, and pioneers in pursuit of knowledge and truth. Move beyond the scope of traditional media reporting and also incorporate the data obtained through Sixth Sense intuitive processes in our overall dissemination of information. Away from a story because it is unpopular and will boldly cover and promote accounts of a paranormal or supernatural nature to find practical and applicable solutions to the problems we uncover. We will not use fear or pressure to promote our findings, but instead we'll rely on honest, factual-based reporting in search of hope and happiness with the objective of enhancing the lives of those whom we come into contact. Our, uh, that's our baby right there. That's our, where we're, what we're building from. And uh, it, it, there's just so much to, to be proud of for that and, and what we stand for. Ray, do you want to just take a stab at you know one of those categories that resonates with you and talk about it? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the, the key here is it's not that we're the only, the only platform trying to do this. It's just that there are you know, so many of these really, really important issues related to who we are as human beings, um, related to where we're going as a species and where we've been, honestly, don't get covered in the mainstream media. And, um, you know, I think it's time to really give um, 
more of a voice and more of a platform to um, those sorts of topics that really are um, very, very important to people once they understand them. But, um, you know, they're just not being exposed in the mainstream media. And I think I love that last piece of the mission statement that talks about, you know, that we're doing this, you know, for peace and liberty. And it sounds very utopian. But you know what? I, I've always believed that humanity can, can, when we reach a critical mass, we can get to a better world like that. And uh, I really feel like, um, you know, we can get there right now. And now is a the time. There's a time to make traction right now. And I think this is the moment to... Uh, to, to be moving in that direction. It, it does feel like we're on the, the precipice of change. And I think when you look at the mainstream, it, it always looks like we're on the precipice of the end of the world of Armageddon. You know, I've been checking in with my family as we're watching these storms coming across. And you know, whenever I ask them, I say, hey, what's the update on Armageddon? Because that's how they're selling it. And, and these storms are absolutely terrible. Don't get me wrong. But that's what the media is always selling. And they live for events like this because the ratings go up because everybody's watching it. But all I hear is how dangerous it's going to be and, and how terrible it's going to be and how terrible it is after it happens. You don't always get the stories of you know the good things that come out of it. And you don't get people talking about what we can do better afterwards. It's like the storm wipes everything out and then we rebuild houses the same way they were just built. Nobody thinks, hey, is there something better out there? I'm not well, in here, but... <laughs> no, not at all. And But you know, you, and I, you know and I know and a lot of people listening know that there are is a ton of scientific research even out there talking about, you know, our vibrations and the level of energy that we focus on. And, you know, when people watch that kind of media, get their information from those sorts of sources that are always selling the chaos and the fear and the anger, um, you know, and, and, you know, I'm not picking on any one of the mainstream media outlets because, you know, honestly, that's kind of the mantra for all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not saying they don't do anything that's good. I'm not saying that everything they, they report is not correct. But but the problem is there's too much of that selling of the, the chaos and the war and the anger and the fear. And, and if we're going to live in that kind of a vibration, we're not going to move forward as a species. And we're going to be at each other's throats. And we're going to have we're going to have Armageddon, I think. So, you know, we've really got to change the way we think, raise our vibration. That's that's kind of what we're trying to do with Sixth Sense Media is give people that kind of information that allows them to do that. Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of what I want to talk about. And if for those out there listening that are new to the show, I've done quite a few shows talking about just this, talking about how Hollywood is playing on our, our thoughts and our emotions and our intentions. And the media has given us that constant fear because we do have that ability to be those conscious creators and to manipulate our reality. And, and we're manifesting what we're being fed every single day, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. At a bare minimum, I was, I, I got very concerned with the prepper movement a few years ago. I think the prepper movement is a great thing, but there have been some voices in there that have been preparing people for very, very bad things. And I'm not saying bad things aren't going to happen. My fear is that they're so on edge waiting for it to happen that a single event might happen and it'll be misinterpreted of this is the catalyst we've been waiting for. And it's going to bring about like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's what makes me nervous. So using this kind of information, your vibration, your frequency, your intentions, and understanding things from that perspective is what I hope we one of the aspects we can bring to the stories that we cover, that angle to it, what we're seeing in the mainstream every day. Absolutely. And I think one of the last words in the mission statement was was the word liberty, which is getting kicked around a little bit today. You know, free speech, those sorts of things are kind of becoming um, <laughs> a, a sadly almost attacked in our society because they're being equated with things that aren't really free speech. You know, and, and we mm -hmm. I, think, I think one of the important things to understand here is we do not have to live in, in a, you know, tyrannical, totalitarian global state to be... Um, safe, you know, freedom, liberty, uh, personal initiative, and those sorts of things are all still values that I, I feel like we should all be striving for. And everyone can have those things. You know, you've got to change these mindsets. And, and that's what it comes down to is a changed mindset. And that's what I, I know that we can offer through our platform at Sixth Sense Media. Uh, you know, and for those, again, that are new, Go back and listen to shows that Ray and I have done together through the Seeker podcasts. And, and, you know, we've been working together off and on for the past couple of years now. Um, and you can get a, a kind of a flavor of what we're, what we're talking about and what we're trying to build here. If every day you're listening to the same rhetoric being drummed in, you know, violence happened, things are bad, things are getting worse. Violence happened, things are bad, things are getting worse. 
you're not challenging your brain and your mind and your consciousness to think in a different direction to bring about something new. We have the power to do something different, but if we don't start absorbing new information, that's never going to happen. 100%. You know, and Ray, so why don't we take a sidebar for a minute and a little bit more, and why don't you tell our listeners out there a little bit more about yourself and what you bring to the table based on your experience and what you're, what you're working on right now? Okay. Well, you know, I, um, my, my life in this realm has really kind of, um, evolved over time. Um, when I was 25, I had an experience where I nearly died and it really kind of made me reevaluate, um, life. You know, a lot of 25 year olds are not thinking about death, not thinking about that kind of that thing at that point in their life. And it really made me think. So I kind of went around and looked at all the, the various world religions, the philosophies of the world, did a lot of reading, a lot of studying to try to understand how different people looked at the meaning of life. And um, eventually that's led into a number of other things, including um, looking more seriously at our past and, and do we have a good grasp of, um, you know, how we got to where we are right now and, and what's really dominating and controlling the present moment that we're living in. And, you know, what I think I've uncovered or what, what I've discovered over time is that, you know, there definitely are, are people pulling you know, people and perhaps even off world beings, to be really honest with you, um, you know, pulling some strings on humanity that we're, we're kind of a species, as, as Graham Hancock has said, uh, with amnesia. And so I, I guess I have felt compelled um, in many ways, um, not because I'm a guru or I have all the answers or even are asking all the right questions, just to share my experiences and my intuitions about what I see going on in the world in the hope that it will help other people. And that kind of led to, you know, initially to a platform I was, I had developed called the affirmation spot, which um, uh, I've, I still continue to maintain, have a lot of social media presence on, you know, putting out, you know, affirmations, positive thoughts, thought provoking posts and things like that to try to um, get people to think in a kind of what we were talking about a minute ago, raise their vibration a little bit. And then um, right now I'm working on um, the Anunnaki Awakening series. Uh, one of my personal goals right now is to become a, a full-time writer, kind of get out of the corporate world eventually and become a full-time author. And I'm working on a series of books called Anunnaki Awakening that are a fiction, um, that are fiction novels, but I, I'm pulling on some of those strings from our past to try to get people to think about um, how we got where we are and what, and what that, uh, that past might implicate for what's going on today and how we can move forward you know, positively in the future. And that's really what the, this series is about. The first book kind of that's out now is, is kind of um, telling um, kind of more about the past where I think we've been. The second book is going to talk about some ways we can, um, you know, some, some kind of, the, it's kind of the hero's journey, right? Kind of talking about the things we're going to have to overcome to get to the next world. And the, the third book will be kind of a vision for what we can be as a species moving forward. So that's, kind of my vision for that. So that's my, my baby right now, but keeping all those things going. And now uh, with Sixth Sense Media, I feel like it's really pulling together a lot of these different aspects of what I've been working on into one stream. And I'm really excited about that. It's interesting how everything ties in. And, and Ray, you bring, uh, I think, such a wealth of experience uh, and, and a sense of wisdom. I mean, I've, I've always enjoyed reaching out to you and connecting with you and talking about stuff because you have so much that you can pull in from those experiences that you've had, from the research that you've been doing. And, and just even just using your imagination as an author, you know, that's a great way. We were talking about that or I was watching a podcast. I can't remember where I heard it. But saying, you know, using your imagination is a very important part when you're trying to figure things out and solve problems. You have to use that creative sense that you have to make those connections sometimes. And I think you do a great job of blending that in your, in your Anunnaki Awakening series, what I've been able to, uh, to read of it in the first book. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine, you know, Einstein said it, right? Imagination is more important than knowledge. That's the point I was looking for. Yep. (laughs) And (laughs) did you post that? Maybe you posted that on our platform. I don't even, maybe that's where I saw it today. I definitely saw it somewhere today. (laughs) I'm sure that's coming, you know, And, and that's the great thing. You know, Ray has done so much work behind the scenes. Um, you know, putting together the Facebook feed right now, we're on, uh, where we are, we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter right now. Those are the big ones that we, we just launched over the past week. And and there's a lot of, uh, you know, he's done some great work with some of the memes that are out there and we're sharing. It's not just our content that we're sharing. We see interesting stuff. We see thought provoking stuff. We're putting it out there on the Facebook feed right now. If you are a truth seeker, if you're somebody who's looking for information and knowledge, Add, add us to your Facebook feed because as you're scrolling through, you may see something say, oh, that's interesting. That resonates with you. And it's just another resource for you to get some information with, a, I think, a unique angle on things. 
Absolutely. And contribute. You know what? There, there are a lot of people you and I have both been connected to online that we know are really smart people who are really in on the same path that we're mm-hmm. on. And, and especially the Facebook page. I mean, that page does give the capability for you to contribute. You know, obviously we're looking for constructive things, not destructive things, right? We don't want uh, so much of the anger. We want more of the solution, more of the um, let's get people to think and, and change the way they're right. looking at things, but not just the, uh, the bombastic uh, you know, anger, pointing the finger kind of stuff. So, and, and you're right. Cause that's, that's the pledge that we're making here through our mission statement. We're not looking to try to make people angry. We're not taking that approach. Sometimes I may feel like that, but I'm very conscientious of what I put out there. And I know you are as well, Ray, in the way that we present information, it's, it's designed to allow our readers, even if it's something that really doesn't agree with them, it's not presented in a way that's, that's offensive. I want to know the truth. I want to search for knowledge and things that I can actually use that'll be useful in my life. I've had a couple people troll me before on some of my shows and they attacked silly things that make no sense. Like, Hey, your volume is terrible on this podcast. This is crap. Like, well, how does that help anybody? That's not a test. It's not saying anything about the information and the content of the show. Give me something constructive. If you tell me, Hey, I disagree with this theory because so-and-so presents this information. I'm going to say, Oh, great. I'll look into that. Thank you very much. Because the goal is to find the truth, not to argue. Exactly. We're not here to tear down anyone else's paradigm. All we're saying is, is challenge, you know, we should all be about challenging our own paradigms because that's the only way we get to truth. You know, none of us has, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't care, you know, and and I don't mean like, again, to shoot, to shoot uh, darts in anyone, but none of us, no matter what book we read or what, what political system we, you know, ascribe to or whatever has the whole truth. We all have pieces of it. And the way That's we're going to get more truth is to come together and put our pieces together. So, And my my world has been shattered enough times on this journey. And I'm sure many of us listening out there, because I've connected with, with several of my listeners who it sounds as if they have a similar journey to what I've been through spiritually. And, and you know, just being, I hate the word awakened to, but understanding what's kind of going on around us. So many times you think you understand how the world works and then you get that one piece of information and it'll, it'll send you like a depression for a couple of weeks. And it's a necessary thing sometimes, but just because you realize something else. So where I'm at right now is this is what I believe today based on what I'm told, but I'm open to the possibility that somebody will tell me something tomorrow. I may get an email tomorrow from somebody that says, yes, the earth is flat and here's the smoking gun evidence. I may get that. <laughs> I don't think I'm going mm-hmm. to. You know, I'm not a flat earther, but I'm open to it because I said it before, that theory fascinates me. I think it's a, an amazing line of thought. I, I'm just not there. I haven't been sold on it yet. Well, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, it's not really a quote, but just a phrase that came to my mind many years ago, and it was kind of a commitment I made to myself over the years. And that is, is that I'm going to take good information, no matter who it comes from and, and give it, you know, it's due consideration and I'm, and I'm going to ignore bad information, no matter who it comes from. Um, right. So you know, too many people are worried about, we see this a lot in our political world or our religious world. You know, it's, it's, it's who's saying something that makes mm-hmm. it true or false. It's not who's yes. saying it. Stuff is true or it's false right. or, or it's leading to the truth. It doesn't matter who says it. You can get good from, you know, the Pope and the Dalai Lama, you can get, you know, good from Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. I mean, you, there's, 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 there's some truth in what everybody's saying and to, not, Absolutely. and to not see it because I don't listen to anything that person says, or I, I believe this, or I believe that is just not, is not helping you get to the truth, in my opinion. You're, you're absolutely right. And I try to check a variety of sources to see the spin that each agency puts on it. Cause we all, we all have our spin. You and I included, we have our own angle that we come at things for. It's not intentionally <laughs> to manipulate anybody, but we have our own perspectives. And, you know, I spent, I spent time, I used to, you know, some of my listeners know I used to work in, in uh, intelligence and in military intelligence. And I was an analyst. I was an agent. I was an analyst. And one of the things I used to do with the Intel that we got is I had to compare it with other forms of intelligence and that's what I think is great about Sixth Sense Media is that we're trying to compare information and intelligence that we get across a variety of sources to get as close as we can to the truth. And one of the things that I love about this that, that I hope to start working in is I like to use that Sixth Sense data that we are capable of getting. Somebody's strong intuition. You know, I was showing the Farsight, the Farsight Institute, they're doing the remote viewing Every month, they're predicting the news a month in advance. Well, in August, at the end of August, they predicted for September another massive hurricane. They specifically said, this is not Harvey. We have another massive hurricane in. That was done back in August. Now, here we go. We have another massive hurricane. And they went through. I mean, you, gotta, you have to watch it. It's fascinating. 
That's not saying that every time they say something, because they're not 100% accurate, but what that's saying is that this is another piece that we can use to understand this reality. That's just one piece. We can also rely on the eyewitness testimony, which we know is not always 100% accurate. Then there's video footage. Again, there's flaws with video footage and audio footage. But if we can put all of that together and get a holistic approach to what's going on around us, we have a better shot of understanding what's really happening and how we can better navigate those challenges. Well, don't limit yourself, right? I mean, you know, you hear people talk about, uh, uh, you know, the, the power of prayer or meditation or something, you know, and, and, and a lot of people who are more scientific minded might say, well, I, I would never get involved with something like that. That's, that's, that's voodoo, you know, but, but yet there's documented evidence that people have that, that those sorts of things have power when people come together and, and focus their minds on things. Vice versa, you know, there's people that say, well, you know, science this or something. I mean, it's, it's all this us against them kind of stuff. And this mm-hmm. stuff. I'm not going to take any truth from them. I'm going to hold to this truth and this set of right. ideas. We've got we've to, like you say, kind of triangulate the truth here because no one's going to come out to us and tell us tomorrow what the whole truth is. You're, Probably you're because no right. one knows. But we've got we've to figure it out, you know. And my goal is, is for our listeners to not necessarily listen to us and follow us. That's not what I want. I, I want people who are, think for themselves and who learn to follow their intuition. And that's one of the driving forces of, of my show, not necessarily the whole platform of Sixth Sense Media. It's an aspect of it, but on my show, on the Secret Podcast, one of the things I constantly come back to is how to find that inner voice, how to trust that intuition. Because at the end of the day, I think that's what's going to be your beacon. That's what's going to guide you. And at least it's helped me tremendously navigate this mess of information that's out there because you have information, you have disinformation. You know, some of the greatest uh, deceptions out there are based on truth. That's, you know, here's how I was trained. When I was trained to tell lies, I was told you want to hide the lie in a whole bunch of truth because then I don't know what the lie is and what the truth is, you know? So, and that's what's happening. I, I see that as, as an old Intel guy, I see that happening every day, especially in the realm that we dive into talking about some of the conspiracy level stuff. And yeah, that was a great line, I think, from the X-Files where Deep Throat told Mold that. He said, Mr. Mulder, a, a lie is best hidden between two truths. Yes. That's that's what happens all day long. I mean, that's what's going on a lot in what we see in the mainstream media. Do we have time along these lines, do we have time to tell a really brief story? Sure. So, so, you know, as I mentioned, you know, a number of years ago, and, and even since then, I've spent a lot of time reading different, um, you know, spiritual texts and things around the world. And the best answer that I ever heard anywhere in everything I've ever read to this question about who should I listen to was, it came from the Buddha. And, and it was, he went to this uh, village. It was called a group, the group was called, the, the tribe was called the Kalamas. And the Kalamas said, look, Every week, some different teacher comes in here and teaches their their theory of the world. You're right, and and it's it's all right. That's the only way it is, and it's all this. And the next one comes in the next week, and he teaches us something else, and it's completely different. And his way is the only way. You know, who should we listen to? And Buddha said one I thought was the smartest answer I've ever heard. He said, "Look, he goes, you're right to be confused because people come in and they have their different ideas and they share their different truths." He goes, "This is what you should do." He said, "Listen." to yourselves. He says, don't listen to what I say. Don't listen to what tradition says. Don't listen to what everybody else around you says. Listen within. And when you realize that something is true because it's for your benefit and the benefit of others around you, that's what you should listen to. And that's really, in essence, that's the first, that basically that's kind of, in essence, the first line of our, of our mission statement. That's what we're trying to accomplish here. Better ourselves, better each other, better the world. So... That's well said. It's well put, right? And that ties into exactly what I was just trying to get at is that intuitive voice. It's hard for us to find it if we're not used to listening to it. It's there and there are things that we can do that will help you connect with that. And I think with the stories that we're going to cover and the the way we're going to approach it and the analysis that we offer, that's exactly what we're going to help you to the point that we're going to help you get to as well. And, and they're not saying that on CNN or MSNBC. They're getting on every night and they're telling you, this is, this is reality. Believe it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they're, they're, and I'm, I'm kind I, of I, quoting the president, right? He, he always says that too. Believe it, right? But, but Yeah, you have to believe it. When somebody tells me to believe it, that's the last thing I want to believe. I want to start questioning it right away. And I feel I'm a little rebellious saying, in nature. Saying, we're going to share information with you. We want you to question it. We want you to take it inside and, and work it through and figure out what's, what's true. That's what we want you to do. I, 
Right. Every story that I share, everything that I talk about on my podcast, I have the links to where I got the information. I encourage you to go through, look at those links, do your own research. Consider this a starting point. If this is if if we cover a topic that's new to you, that's your starting point. That's not your end game. That's where you're we're beginning with this. Or if you're well interested, if you're well into that subject, then maybe you can have more to say. Maybe you want to contribute to it and write a guest article or come on the show and talk about it. You know, we're we're definitely looking for that as well. Absolutely. So uh, speaking of which, if you're out there or you know somebody who has an interest, Ray, we're looking for people that can talk about so many different things. I mean, I don't even think we can put a full list together, but things that we would see in the mainstream, but also things that we would see in in what they would call the alternative realms as well. If you have a a hobby, a passion, an interest, uh, or if you're well-established, if you're an author, if you're trying to become an author, if you're a podcaster, to be able to contribute to our platform with what we're doing here. Please, you know, reach out to Ray and myself. You can find us, you know, on Facebook. I will have the links right now. We're at, you know, you, you can find links through my show at serviceofchange.com and I will have links to the Facebook feed to raise stuff and everything. We are in the process of building a full-blown website. I'll give the link out once that's live. Um, but there are ways to connect with us if you want to be a part of what we're trying to do here. And almost no matter what the topic, right? I mean, if, if you can bring that that alternative perspective, share our vision of, of trying to, you know, let people expose people information and let them figure it out for themselves. It, it doesn't really, I mean, it, it, maybe your passion's politics, you know, but we, we, you know, we need calmer voices. We need, we need more enlightened voices in that realm right now. And if you're someone who, who does that and want to, wants to bring that perspective to the discussion, we'd welcome that. You know, if it's, if it's sports, right? I mean, I mean, sports can be so motivational in some ways, you know. Um, if if that's what it is, if you can bring, if you can bring that that kind of enlightened, different approach to to, to whatever the topic is, you know, I think we're looking for you know, to change the dialogue a little bit of what's going on in the mainstream, you know, culture right now. I'm trying to get people to look more within and not be so focused on what's without. And and I think if you can do that, you can contribute to this platform. And I think, you know, we have some uh, some noble goals. I know we're just starting out here. And I think that if we can stay true to the values that we have in our mission statement and keep that honest quest for truth, I think we're really building something great here. What I've noticed about a lot of the big alternative platforms out there now, and they're great. I use them all the time. I, you know, I, I'm a consumer of their information. But they've gotten so pigeonholed into their stance and to their approach and to what they're trying to do. It's almost as if the objectivity is is lost now at this point because they've gotten maybe too big for themselves or I don't I don't know what the issue is. But in some instances, I think the alternative media now is almost as not as bad, but corrupt in the sense that the knowledge is skewed now coming through some of these sources out there because of marketing and clickbait and all those things. So it's tough to navigate that. So we're, we're a fresh start. We're trying to really bring an open, honest approach to, to everything. We want to bring you on board with us. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, we, I think we, you know, I've talked about this before um, that, you know, so many of those, those alternative platforms um, contributed to our own awakening, so to speak, or, or our own at least deeper look into some things. And, and I, and I think what's happened in some cases, though, is is that, um, you know, some of these platforms drive you to the to the anger station, drop you off, and say, "Here you <laughs> go." Right. Okay, and you know, there's it. a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. We, we ought to be upset about, right? And we ought to be mm-hmm. frustrated that some things are going on in the world. We ought to want to change them, but but that's not the end of the game. It's what do you do next? What are the solutions? What is the enlightenment right. or the 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 positive steps that we can take to? to make the change that we need to change to, to address that, not just get mad about it and leave us there. Cause that's, that's right. kind of what, you know, I, I think what we're seeing on the news a little bit today is a little bit of that is a little bit, a bunch of people on the right, left and all over the place have been driven to the anger station. And now they spill it onto the streets and face each face off, face off against each other. Right. And that's, right. that's not what we're trying to get to. That's not what we want. No opposite of that. Uh, you know, John Lennon, I was watching an old, clip of him and Yoko. And he was, he says, we're marketing peace. You know, they, the media markets, uh, all the negativity that's out there, we're taking the same approach as them and we are actually marketing peace. And they were running advertisements for peace. I mean, they had a whole campaign. I wasn't around during the sixties when he was doing this, but 
that fascinated me. He's like, he gets it. He's trying to market his brand. The, the, uh, you know, and I did a show on this talking about the counter wave. We had the wave of negativity. When I talk about energy, it was, was three or four weeks ago. I did a show all about protesting and how I, I said a protest is the most dangerous place you can be right now. If you don't understand the actual science, the physiology between how your body connects to the energy around you. And it's, and I know this corrupted because we hear that and you think, Oh, that's new age babble. I'm not talking about the new age stuff. I'm talking about the research that's out there that now can actually measure empathy and our relationship to other people's energy and emotions that is measurable out there. If we can put that counter wave out there, you know, look at the research out of the Maharishi effect. I did a show on that talking about, um, you know, back in the seventies and eighties, they started doing studies showing that people who practice transcendental meditation in a given area, as long as it was 1% of the population or greater, reductions or rates of crime and violence went down. So we're trying mm-hmm. to contribute to that positive wave. So we may share something that's scary or unpleasant or negative, but at the end of the day, I'm going to try to have solutions to that. So you can walk away saying, well, this is scary, but there's something I can do about that to make it a better situation. And that's how we want to leave you. We don't like race that we don't want to leave you, you know, on the anger, drop you off at anger and just leave you there or say, Hey, why don't you buy this? Cause you're mad. It might make you feel better. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to say, why don't you feel this and think this and actually do this to make your situation better? Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's not that we're trying to put rose colored glasses on because there are real challenges in this world that we need to face and expose. But it, again, it's, it's not just acknowledging that there's the issue and getting upset about it. It's, it's, it's trying to do something about it. That's the key. You're right, Ray. Now we're, uh, we're, we're coming up on the end of the show here, but is there anything else that you want to put out to, uh, to our listeners out there? Any final thoughts? Nope. Just that we would welcome anyone's help, anyone's contributions that wants to be a part of this. Um, you know, Dennis and I can't do this alone. It's going to take a lot of, you know, citizen journalists, you know, quote unquote, or just truth seekers who have pieces of information that we may never have been exposed to, you know, that, that uh, can help us um, get that information out to more people. I mean, that's kind of what we're going to try to do is build the platform um, and 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 give you know other truth seekers a place where they can come and share their information to a lot of people. That's really our mission, I think. On you know, and a prime example, Ray. Um, you know, our friends with Skywatchers have some fascinating footage that they're catching out with over Las Vegas. Is that where they are? Where Kevin and Art are? Yeah, out, out near Nass Air Force Base, yeah, outside of Las Vegas. They're getting some some really interesting UFO footage. And you you shared one of their videos on our uh, our Sixth Sense media page. How many views has that had already uh, in the last couple of days? Back today, but we've had a lot of discussion around it. I know that. So I, I saw well over, I think it was over 800 views already that I saw. It might have even been up in 1,000. It was a lot of views. I was very surprised to say, wow, we just launched this page. This video hasn't been on it that long, and it's got that many views going for it already. So there's the potential to reach a large number of people here. And if we had people say in the path of, of uh, you know, in, of, in Florida right now or out in Texas, we'd love to put your videos out there so other people can see what's really going on on the ground. You know, I saw that video on CNN of the anchor making the rescue and it blinks for one second. All of a sudden he went from shorts to long pants, but they, they sold it as a live stream. We want the actual raw what's going on on the ground here, not from the mainstream stuff that may or may not be manipulated. And, and that's important. I mean, you know, again, we're, we're not trying to, to, uh, to spread negativity here, but the, the bottom line is, is that these, these windows into the world that, we're, that are beaming into our houses every day on these major networks are, are not a clear picture of what's going on, even in a situation like this with something like a natural disaster. I mean, that you're not getting the raw thing. And like Dennis said, I mean, we want, we want real, right? We want the truth. We want what's really going on. And we really want to help people, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't help people for information to be skewed or cleaned up or, or, or manipulated, you know, and I'm not, we're not saying that everything you see on there is again, I mean, a lot of the stuff on there is, is just good coverage or people doing things, but correct. You know, uh, we're just trying to get to real. Well said, Ray. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, we're out of time now, Ray, but I want to thank you for, for coming on. And I want to thank you for, all the hard work you've put into helping get this platform uh, off the ground and out there for our viewers, our readers, and our listeners. There's definitely more to come. Ray will definitely be back on the show. I'm sure he's got a lot of great things going on. So you will hear from Ray again. Please check us out. As for right now, 
Um, you know, you'll have the links at serviceofchange.com. They'll be in the show notes, how to get in touch with Ray and how to find us at Sixth Sense Media on Facebook and on Twitter. Please connect with us that way. And it'll also be in the secret newsletter uh, coming out this Sunday morning. You'll have all the links that you'll need to connect to this platform if you want to be a part of this. Ray, you want to give a, a real quick plugs on anything that uh, people connect with you directly? Uh, no, uh, you can find it. Essentially, you can find us on Sixth Sense or you can find me on uh, Twitter at Affirmation Spot or at Anunnaki Awake. Those are my two main Twitter handles. Uh, or on Facebook, uh, Facebook backslash Anunnaki Awakening. And Dennis, thanks for doing the show tonight. I'm glad we had a chance to share this with our, with your listeners and with, um, with just people who are interested in this kind of thing. And guys, we can do this together. I mean, Dennis and I are, are, are starting something here that I hope can be big and include a lot of people and really do some good. So please, Agreed. please. Thanks so much, my friend. I appreciate it. Do me a favor, stay on the line and uh, you know, you and I can wrap up once I close everything out. Awesome. Thanks Dennis. Thanks, Ray. Bye-bye. It's always so great having the opportunity to talk with Ray and, and uh, present this project that we're on. I'm just so excited about it. So a lot more good things to come from, from Ray and myself at Sixth Sense Media. To my friends out there, thank you so much for listening and for your support. If you are in the path of Irma or of now Jose that's coming up, please be safe. Please uh, get out of its way. Don't try to ride it out. It does seem legitimately like a, a just a horrible storm. Hopefully the damage is minimal. If you are out in those areas, please share some pictures with us on Sixth Sense Media. Let us know you're safe, but also so our listeners and viewers can see what's going on. I would greatly appreciate it. The links to our Facebook page and stuff will be up at serviceofchange.com. Please check it out. Please subscribe. Please help support this journey. I'd love for you to be a part of it. That is all the time I have. I'm Dennis Nappy II with Sixth Sense Media, where small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world. I encourage you to be that change. Never stop questioning. Keep open mind. Thank you. Thank you.